0: We conclude with our third and final message devoted to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Here is the entire sentence, which includes verses 18 through 21. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Please follow along as Pastor Harris explains what it means to be filled by the Holy Spirit and how someone is filled in today's slice of this week's message entitled, Be Filled with the Holy Spirit, Part 3. Before we leave the subject of being Spirit-filled in the face of temptation, You've got to understand that God understands your situation, that it isn't always possible to completely avoid tempting things or people that lead you in the wrong way. But again, the scripture is so practical, it addresses the issue about how the Holy Spirit will lead you. Look in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, suppose you can't avoid it, it has it has come upon you. You weren't seeking it. You weren't lusting after it. It came upon you. Here's what to do. Now flee from youthful lusts. Same thing. Lust doesn't have to be sexual. And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the name or call on the Lord from a pure heart. How does the Holy Spirit lead you in a situation like that? Become a fugitive. Fugitive. The Greek word translated flee is fugo. We get fugitive from it. The fugitive is the one that's running away from whatever is chasing. Run away from those things that yank you in the wrong direction and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. And notice, with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Run to your Christian friends. Run to your Christian spouse. Run to your Christian family. Run to your church. Run away. The Holy Spirit will lead you. He will enable you to run as far and as fast as necessary. Think Joseph when Potiphar's wife decided to seduce him. He ran away. Again, we see the same principle. To be filled with the Holy Spirit requires you to exercise your will to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in obeying his word, the word of God. I think you get the point. Your potential for a consistent walk with the Spirit, your potential for being filled with the Holy Spirit, is directly proportional to your knowledge of God's word. The more you have settled in your mind, or as David calls it in Psalm 19, 119, the more you have it hidden in your heart, the more readily. You can respond to it. You have to have the knowledge of God's Word and the willingness to apply it. The idea is very clear in the way that Paul prayed for fellow believers. Chapter 3, he was almost done with those first, those great first three chapters and look how he prays. Remember this from Ephesians chapter 3 starting at verse 14. For this reason, what reason? Well, because you're in Christ. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory. Remember that you've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies in Christ. According to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man. So put His Word in the inner man, your heart, your soul, your mind, your conscience, Your will, saturated in the Word of God. And by the way, right after Ephesians 3.16, we just read, the next verse, which happens to be 3.17, is the one that talks about Christ settling down and being comfortable in your life, which is just like Colossians 3.16, let the Word of Christ richly dwell within you. Christ is the living Word. Scripture is the written Word. Having the Spirit strengthen you with His power is a result of Him being in control. Now, living this Spirit-filled life—oh, it's the way to go. But understand, it's kind of like exercising a muscle. You decide to get stronger. You decide to get fit, or you've uh, you've been injured, or you've had a surgery, or you've been illness and uh, you've had an illness, and now you need to get. You need to get strong again? Well, you go and uh, you know that first time you're, you're you're working out a little bit and how oh, this feels. This feels pretty good. I'm glad I can do this. And then the next day, you wonder if you'll ever walk again. You aren't as good when you start out. You aren't as strong when you start out. You aren't as coordinated when you start out. But making and breaking habits in the spiritual realm requires discipline and repetition, just like. Building up that muscle, it requires even being willing to endure some pain at first. Sometimes, you know, the Lord promises He will chasten everyone whom He loves. You may get some chastening in the the process here, but as you're overcoming old habits and working underdeveloped muscles, it's like getting rid of old habits in your spiritual life and developing new decision-making skills. Now go back to Ephesians 5, and I want to point out couple more facts about this verse before we move on. Ephesians 5.18, and do not get drunk with wine for that is dissipation. He uses that as the contrast. Being under the influence of alcohol or any other uh, foreign external substance is dissipation. It's totally wasted. There's nothing salvific about it. There's nothing good for you about it. It's always a bad thing to do. You don't need to pray about that. God took care of that for you. He told you, don't do that. So don't be drunk with wine. That's, this is teaching by contrast. But be filled with the Spirit. Now I want you to look at that command part. Be filled, that's the command. And here's a chance for you Greek students to have some spiritual goosebumps. The grammatical form of be filled is present passive imperative Oh, I get so blessed when I read something like that. I can hardly contain myself. What it means is present implies something that is repeated or continuous. Always the way. Passive means you don't do it to yourself. It it comes from another source. In this case, the spirit. The spirit fills you. You don't go get another shovel full of the spirit and fill yourself. All right. So present, ongoing, ongoing. Passive, the Spirit does it. Imperative, that means this is a command. You could translate this, always be being controlled by the Holy Spirit. He's the power source. You cooperate with what He does in you, for you, through you, and you get the blessings. And He gets the glory through what is done in your life. Now it sounds paradoxical I understand but it isn't. He provides supernatural enabling but your decision is required in order to have his enabling. At the same time it's both a matter of God's grace and it's a total totally a matter of your choice. It isn't that you knuckle down and do all of you can all that you can and then uh, God takes over when you stagger to your knees and he, and he drags you to the finish line. No, the job can only be done by God from start to finish. But He requires of you the choice to let Him do it His way from start to finish. Spirit filling, like salvation, is not a 50-50 proposition. It requires total effort on your part, but it is total provision on His part. That's to be filled with The Spirit. Look at another passage that I've alluded to. It says the same concept in a different way. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16, right before that part about the fruit of the Spirit. He says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Be filled with the Spirit. Walk with the Spirit. What's the difference? There really isn't any in practice. The, The imperative in that verse is walk. You have to Exercise your will and expend the energy to walk. But you walk by the Spirit. The Spirit enables you. The Spirit will control you. And then and only then do you have the divine enabling to overcome the flesh. Because the flesh battles against the Spirit. The Spirit battles against the flesh. Guess who gets to decide the direction? You walk by His Spirit the same as saying, "You be filled with His Spirit." So, what is filling? It's control. God desires it. He desires you. He desires to have this close relationship with you. How is someone filled? By choosing to obey what God says, what the Spirit wrote for you. Third question: How does it feel? Um, how does it feel to be filled? Now, first, I want to underscore that the reality of having a relationship with God, God the Father, Jesus Christ, God the Holy Spirit, is not a matter of feelings. The the tragedy in defining any part of this relationship by feelings is that you will draw conclusions about reality based upon how you feel when in fact, reality is determined by what is true, what God says is true. And if you wind up deciding what you believe is true based upon your feelings, you have the world upside down. You need to take your feelings and adjust your feelings in light of the truth. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you